The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Beyond! 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 179. I'm your host, Greg Miller, mm. alongside the rectum-rubbing Ryan Clemens. <laughs> I don't like that one. All right, we won't that use it That one isn't as good. That uh, one we'll never use again. I, I enjoy that one. <laughs> uh, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Beyond. And to direct, direct to drive demigogue, Walter Lopez. Oh, that's oh. right. Uh, Walter Lopez begged me to be on the show yesterday and then didn't show up to work today. So <laughs> he's probably sick. Uh, I will say that he was working till outrageously late hours last night. So that gives him the right to stand up one of the greatest podcasts. No, but I'm America's most beloved perhaps, podcast. Perhaps I'm contextualizing things. That's all. I will say I'm this. Contextualize Walter. you out of the building soon. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> Walter not allowed on podcast beyond anymore. Oh my gosh, that's anyone no. who stands. Anyone who stands us up. He he. he first off, I don't think we've this. You know, he got a start obviously as the owner of the official turtle of podcast beyond. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Since who since passed, I believe. I know. That's what I was gonna say. I didn't. I, first off, Walter just gave him away, showing the real owner love mm. you have for a turtle. And then, uh, yeah, I guess he died, I heard. That's too so, bad. Yeah. Fare thee well. Fare thee well, official I bet, turtle. I bet Nate Dog's riding them into the air right now. Uh, <laughs> Nate Dog, yeah, they're going to heaven together. <laughs> the pearly be, gates. The podcast, the podcast Beyond Turtle came down and picked him up. And then Nate Dog goes to heaven and the turtle goes to purgatory because he, he might have fucked up. He was never baptized. No, he wasn't, was so fault. he can't go. Uh, let's start the show with what is and forever will be the Roper I just feel like that was a scandalous little opening right there. What, the turtle part? No, just the purgatory. Fart wasn't baptized. Oh, well, that's well, the turtle wasn't baptized, but he wasn't a bad turtle, so he doesn't have to go to hell. He just has to go to purgatory. He has to right. try again. Well, you know, purgatory isn't a very nice Nobody place either. Purgatory. purgatory is fine. Some people suggest uh, that this is purgatory. Roper apart. Like the lost. <laughs> yeah. Time for some news. Uh, this Roper report was generated by Colin Moriarty, mm. so the facts and opinions may have the Colin Moriarty spin on them, as they say. So ready. This is my favorite part. Number one. Not surprisingly, the European ban on PlayStation 3 has been lifted. Up to 300,000 consoles were seized in the Netherlands after LG fired and filed an injunction against Sony for copyright infringement. The litigation between the two companies continues unabated, however. Yeah, so they'll continue to fight in court. But obviously, everyone was so worried. It's like Sony. Threw, I'm sure stick. Sony threw everything to get that ban lifted. That's a that's a huge thing. And obviously, they're not going to, you know, you're you're innocent until proven guilty. Even in the Not Netherlands. in the Netherlands. No? No. I don't think that's how it works. And uh, speaking of PlayStation 3s and all this humbub, Baloo, 
Mm. Is that a thing? That's uh, a thing. Hubbubaloo. Yeah, hubbubaloo. Is that it? I like hubbubaloo. Hubbubaloo. I did not realize that you can actually go on to GameStop.com and when you when you buy like uh, PSN points or Xbox Live points, they just email you a redemption code. I guess I, ha- I haven't done that in a long time because I've always just had my credit card associated yeah. with my account. But now I don't need to anymore. I don't have to take that risk. What's the risk though? Uh, well, the risk is that I just have some sort of weird feeling and having a credit so card. So kind of stored. weird feeling. I have a weird feeling a with weird storing feeling my credit some. card information on the PlayStation 3 when everything's been like all hacked up. I oh, don't worry about it. you. You something gets hacked and you just call Kaz up and he'll. He'll, He'll take, take care, care of it. For you. Yeah. Right. So he, anyway, he keeps I'm getting sorry. promoted, you know. Please continue. No problem. Oh, this is a conversational podcast. Yeah, I want to yeah. hear you talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, number two, are you excited about Infamous Two? Of course you are. <laughs> if you go to the Infamous, if you go to infamousthegame.com right this very minute, you'll be able to sign up for the Infamous Two Mission Creator Beta. You'll receive an email thereafter if you've been chosen. The beta begins on April 12th. Remember, the best missions created during the beta will be among the first batch of missions spotlighted by Sucker Punch when Infamous 2 is released on June 7th. Yeah. That's exciting. I like that. Yeah, very cool. I'm excited about that. I'm going to go on there. I'm going to make up some crazy stories and try to get in there. We'll do Did some you guys actually hole. play the mission creator at all yet? No, it wasn't okay. hand. We, well, hold on. We played. We watched somebody make, fooling around, moving barrels, setting up things, and okay. then we got to play missions that had already been created. Okay, But got we it. didn't sit down and make missions at all. Got it. The, tool, the tools, just watching it, I was like, ooh, is this going to be tough for me. Yeah. yeah. If you've played Little Big Planet, uh, especially Little Big Planet 2, and you're familiar with circuit boards and how they all connect now, it's basically like uh, that's exactly how it plays out, except the circuit board is just the level. So you're placing you know, uh, generators and emitters on the ground and stringing them together saying, okay, when Cole moves to this point, this is going to trigger this over here, which will pop up a guy and he'll run out from behind the house. Oh, so there's, there's like legitimate just total level design totally. in this. Yeah, yeah. Can you, you, can you, make it can you actually shape the environment or is that all no, set? No, no, no. Uh, you have access to all of Numeray. I'm not sure if you won the beta, but okay. it, you get to go to wherever you want and set up a mission there okay. and do it that way. So do, do we foresee that this could have someone set up some outrageous explosion where things go flying through the air at, you know, at crazy speeds because yes. they piled up a bunch of exclo- explosive barrels? That sounds about right. Okay. That's awesome. I wonder if Medium, Medium Molecule like helped. Yeah. Help them do this. It'd be interesting. Is there any uh, sort of video capture or replay feature available in Infamous 2 that we know of? Not that we're aware of. Wouldn't that be cool if you could do YouTube uploads? Yeah. I think any game that allows uh, users to create things that are unusual and something would surprise you, I think a video capture or YouTube uploader tool is absolutely essential because you want to be able to share that stuff. You know, you want to, if you like made this level which causes, you know, Cole to like fly to, to into space. You'd want to be able to show that. No one will believe you. You got you to have picks. I believe you, right? Picks or it didn't happen. Picks or it didn't happen, indeed. Uh, number three. According to Bloomberg, the earthquake, tsunami, and nuclear reactors issues have, not surprisingly, taken their toll on the industrial production. Sony has closed down six of its factories in northeastern Japan, stopping, pro- stopping production of Blu-ray discs, batteries, magnetic heads, and other items needed for, ma- needed for manufacture. So that's bad news. Yeah, so I mean that's going to affect. If, if, you're, if you're not caught up, there was an earthquake in Japan, and it caused a tsunami, and all hell broke loose, and it is bad over there. It's right really now. bad. 
Yeah, it I mean, was, it's just getting I mean, worse. I mean, initially we were like, oh, okay, they were really well prepared. Maybe maybe there weren't as many casualties as as if they were not prepared. Yeah. But then, I mean, more and more reports came in of just how of how awful it was. I mean, I remember that night, like, I was a little disturbed. I was a little annoyed, actually, because I was watching, like, CNN or Fox News or something, like, when it, when it was happening. I, oh. went out, I went out to use the bathroom, and Scott's, like, sitting on the couch, like, did you see this? And it just happened or whatever. And then I, like, went back into my room. It was, like, maybe midnight that night. Uh-huh. And I was watching, and they were showing footage, like, helicopter footage of the tsunami, and they were just talking very casually about it yeah and i'm like dude people are dying down there like it's not probably and and like they're zooming in and stuff you see my, my girlfriend's like like holy shit there's someone in that car that's like being swept away so that person's probably deceased now so we got to like see all those things i appreciate that we want to have this like up to the minute news kind of stuff but i yeah. feel like it was kind of disrespectful to show those kinds yeah, of things I mean, well it was the, it was the first time you could cover a tsunami like that right? yeah like, yeah nobody's I mean, ever seen footage like that yeah I they mean, had seismologists in. they had seismologists on saying like i've never seen like anything like this before you know mm-hmm. they study it but they don't and they know what happens but they've never seen it which is cool i guess scientifically and also i'm a little disturbed by the, the japanese government clearly lying to everyone about what's going on with the nuclear reactors which is like really disturbing mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm uh, why do you think they're lying now because it gets it's getting worse and worse. I mean, that's pretty much the they're, consensus. Yeah, well, they're reporting like <clears throat> radiation levels three times as high as they should be in Tokyo right now. Like, I mean, really? Yeah, yeah. it's there's. I'm not gonna say they're lying, but I it does seem like from what I've heard and read that they are underreporting what's happening. And maybe rightfully so. I was actually having a conversation again with my girlfriend yesterday, and I think they're probably doing the right thing by doing that because so there's the nowhere to go. Exactly, cause massive panic, yeah. evacuate the entire country. Uh, it's not like a nuclear. It's not like a meltdown here in California where we can just go to you know Utah and we'll be all right. I mean, they they have nowhere to go. But it is a little disturbing that they're underreporting it, and you're reading all sorts of really interesting stuff about maybe like a suicide mission might be necessary to go into one of these reactors, you know, and stuff like that. I mean, that's kind of scary stuff, and I, oh, yeah. I feel like they're underprepared, and and if anything. We need like the Army Corps of Engineers and like some, uh, you know, some maybe American prowess and some international prowess over there to take care of the problem, you know, because it's uh, what is it's the, scary and I don't think they can. I don't know it. if they're. I don't know if you should say they're underprepared though. I mean, they're probably infinitely more prepared for this sort of thing than we would have been. I mean, it's like their buildings are and stuff like that, but they don't have back. The problem is, it's not even a failure in the. In the reactors themselves, it's that the backup generators failed, and so all the fail states, I guess, have failed too. So I mean, you know. They're in the process of melting, and I guess some of these reactors are in the process of melting down. You know, China syndrome stuff. You know what I mean? It's uh, that's like the most horrifying thing. I mean, like it's like something out of science fiction that you. Would, I don't mean. Uh, we, we probably. I don't want to make all our listeners all depressed. That's no, not depressing. I, I think it's, it's interesting, dude. I'd rather die in a nuclear blast any day than have radiation poisoning. I'm just. I'm just throwing that out there. So like, the, you know, that I feel really bad for who, you know for what's going like what's going on over there. It's horrifying what's going on over there. There's nothing worse than radiation poisoning. And if people start, if it's, if the radiation levels start to rise, you know, in the immediate area around those reactors, it's scary stuff. Yeah. And I don't think we're depressing listeners as much as we are just having a conversation about it and how it affects video games. Because Wesley wrote into Beyond at IGN.com and said, "What effect do you think the current crisis in Japan will have on the year of the PlayStation?" He goes on, of course, to say, "It seems like a trivial thing, I know, but just questioning because right, right. we are a video game show." Yes. Um, from what we know, what Bloomberg is reporting, it would seem like you're going to get. A, you know, a drop-off there in system production, right? Like, I mean, right. they can't get as much stuff out. As far as games, I don't think it'll be that great of a changeover, right? From everything we've heard, it seems like, a, a, you know, what do you... I'm, I'm, I'm searching for words here. Colin's writing me notes. Take, take, <laughs> take, take it to I'm too tired. Uh, no. <laughs> everything seems like, right, that, like, the... Main sense of uh, gaming or, you know, development in Japan, right? Jeez, I'm all over the place. Basically, I'm saying... Take, take a breath. The areas hit weren't like the ones that are directly affecting gaming, right? Like they were rural yes. farming communities. And there's definitely, you know, ripple effects throughout the country. Things are definitely, you know, off track over there in a way of like, you know, now they got to get back to their daily lives or whatever. But it seems like 
production schedules, unless the reactor stuff gets really bad, is only off by like a week, maybe. You know what I mean? Like people can stay on stuff like that. Interesting, uh, there is a delay of Motorstorm Apocalypse over there. Motorstorm Apocalypse came out in the UK, kind of. Uh, it's been reported now that it's being, the release date officially is being moved away, just out of, you know, being sensitive to what's happening over there, because the whole game is about an earthquake happening and you driving through the destruction. Yeah. Which, man, Tago had just a short end of a stick on that one, huh? Yeah. God, like, we, I'm going to spend three years working on a game, blah, blah, blah. Ah, damn it. You know yep. what I mean? Like, geez. I mean, and there's nothing they can. I nothing mean, they can not... do, and it, yeah, and I, I, it's, it's an interesting arg- not argument, but it's interesting to see them, you know, say, okay, we'll take a step back. We're not going to do this. You know what I mean? And how that affects people and what you know they think of it. Because honestly, I didn't even put it together when I first read the news story until they're like, oh yeah, okay, the earthquake, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, oh yes. Go ahead. I was going to say because we're talking about you know the disaster and whatnot. Uh, can I say my little news bit that we just talked about before the show? Remember, yes. I said I had something fun. Well, it was oh, yeah, fun. It was, it, was, it, was, it was really, it's really nice. Square's doing something, right? Yeah, uh, Squ- I just read a press release that said Square Enix is donating 100 million Japanese yen to the uh, disaster relief efforts. And they're also doing a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, employee contributions, anyone mm-hmm. that wants to, which, which I just think is fantastic because obviously they, you know, there are things to worry about and yet they're throwing this huge amount of money at, uh, at disaster relief. So I think that's fantastic. It's I, I applaud Square Enix and yeah. its and its employees because that's amazing. I think it's really nice too. I mean, I, I was just reading. Uh, you know, well, the first thing I want to say is every once in a while, a listener of the podcast reaches out to us from Japan. So I want I want to say anyone that's listening, we probably don't have many listeners in Japan, but you know, uh, but I, I I want them all to be safe, be, be you know, take care of yourself and 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 uh, and all those things. But I also say I, I was reading some really cool things about some small developers in Japan, like right after the events in Tokyo and stuff like that, letting people into their offices, like saying like they can accommodate 40 people or whatever and like letting them have a place to, you know, drink some water and have a meal and like mm-hmm. sleep or whatever, which it's I think is really cool. So it seems like everyone's coming together. Also, yeah. the emperor of Japan gave a speech, which is super rare, saying like they all need to help each other out and like really get through this together, which I think is really cool. So I think I think they're all banding together and, and making it happen. And yeah. I think that, you know, honestly, if there's a, a society out there that can live through something like this and really survive and, and prosper thereafter, I feel like it's the Japanese. They're, they're an industrious people. You know? Yeah. I absolutely agree. If you would like to help out Japan and all its subsidiaries, you can obviously just go and donate to the Red Cross. However, IGN is holding uh, 24 games for 24 hours uh, to benefit uh, Tsunami Relief. You can find all the information at tinyurl.com slash IGN Loves Japan. That's all lowercase. Uh, basically, what's happening is the AU guys over in Australia are playing ga- Japanese uh, 24 games and for an hour apiece for 24 hours straight as right. like a telephone. 24 Japanese games exactly. that they love. By the time you get this podcast on Thursday, it'll have already started. It starts Thursday, 3 p.m. Pacific time, ends Friday, 3 p.m. Pacific time. They have a whole bunch of events and stuff scheduled for you to do there. Find the article there. Go ahead and donate. Wanted to give a special shout-out to Again Again Cadet. This man wrote in. His, I don't know his real name, but he lives in Sendai City. He wanted to thank IGN for doing their part to help out. Glad you guys are there, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then at the end of his little comedy, he wrote Beyond. So there you go. Beyond. Yeah, we, we see you. We thank you. Sendai Stay safe. is definitely, I think, God, hit, hit the up. hardest. Yeah, right? he says, I live in Sendai City, and things are pretty bad out here. Yes. That's an understatement. Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah take care of yourself over there. Okay. Now we're going to get to some real bad news. Okay. That's all of Colin's fault. THQ stock dropped nearly 20% on Tuesday due to lukewarm reviews for Homefront. However, THQ announced that its first day, Homefront sold 375,000 units Colin, why do you hate Homefront? I don't hate Homefront. I think it's a good game. Homefront's fun. Actually, Colin probably gave it one of the more, the better scores among his peers. So. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, like what people don't seem to understand is that, you know, I got a lot of grief in the comments because everyone's like, oh, this re- all these reviews were posted. They gave a game a nine or whatever. You know, 
those reviews were posted early for a reason. Uh, and you were embargoed. Yeah, I was embargoed, and I couldn't, you know, talk about the game. Now that doesn't mean that I didn't like it. I actually really liked the game, and I even say in my closing comments that I really, really like the game. It's just like I have to temper the fact that I like the setting and the plot, which are things that are cool but not important to the gameplay. Yeah. Uh, with the fact that it's you know it's a it's a good shooter and it's fun. It's just really short. The multiplayer is fun. Mm-hmm. I know Greg enjoyed himself. I had a great time. With I think he wanted beat the more. whole thing. Beat doesn't it. take long. I mean, that's yeah. the problem. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't take long. I mean, that's that was a major disappointment. Is that I'm not going to. I, you know, everyone's saying Call of Duty has short, you know, campaigns and stuff. That doesn't mean it's okay. You know, I like, yeah. I like a game with a, a longer campaign. It doesn't have to be Bioshock, but it, you know, it you know, it, it needs to be. Eight, you know, I want a, a game that's eight to ten hours. I mean, that's what I expect. Yeah. And if uh, I'm not going to give a, a game a great score that's charging you twelve dollars an hour, yeah. for for gameplay, it's just not acceptable to me. I, I think it would have been if it had been a more if it had been tighter, if the story had been a bit tighter, I think I would have been overwhelmingly happy with how, what you are. I hate long shooters. Long, really long shooters get boring to me, you know what I mean? Because I am doing the same thing over and over. Especially then when you run into the few places where you're like dying over and over again. You keep getting shot in the head by some random guy. Like, fuck it. God damn it. Yep. And like, a, this I one I only had a few moments of those where I was like pissed. But then it got, I got right back to the, how great I liked the setting. How awesome it was to be walking and shooting people in a Hooters. Or going through a destroyed Tiger Direct. Like, that was awesome. Like, all the stuff they did as far as setting in America was great. And like, those set pieces and making me feel and I liked the characters a lot the voice acting I thought was really good too but like the ending I thought was really flat it was like oh and we're, we're done yeah it's anticlimactic yeah. and it's it's uh, but like again if the, if the game like I gave the presentation a 9 I mean it seems that's how it's, it's a lot of people seem to you know look past nobody it's reads like, it they just jump to the end yeah it's like you setting the setting the ass. plot the story all that stuff characters awesome 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 just like Greg said it's really cool it's just it was underdeveloped and underused and I think they put a lot of their resources into multiplayer which is fine because the multiplayer is really fun yeah uh, but but you know we need a, a longer campaign some people don't want to play on, online some people don't even have uh, you know put their place injuries not even online they can only play the single player game I know that I'm, I personally like shooters that are single player yeah. and just because other shooters do the same thing doesn't excuse it if we keep right. letting that go as critics and as gamers then we're going to keep getting five hour campaigns yeah you know so why don't we you know why don't we say we want something more we like this but this game needs to be longer there's nothing wrong with that mm. uh ben mo 316 wrote into beyond at ign.com he's got a follow-up question he says beyond yeah yeah i was reading the article the article from good old jr jim riley about homefront selling over 300,000 <laughs> units in its first day to the average person like myself that sounds like a lot in the industry, is that considered a good first day of sales? <coughs> what is a number we, the general public, should look for that actually means the game sold very well? Is 300,000 really that many? Thanks, guys. Colin, All right, you run the NDP, NPD, N- 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 there it is. Yeah, all right, so we can't use numbers, but I think I can maybe use some comparisons. I don't yeah, think yeah, that's wrong. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, okay? First of all, 300,000, 375,000 units is more, is more than 99% of games sell, period. So they sold that in... One day, you know, that's more units than Killzone sold in its first week. Also, Killzone mm-hmm. three. So uh, that is a considerable amount of units. Now, it was long rumored uh, that THQ THQ had kept saying that they had two hundred thousand pre-orders for the game. So that explains some of it. Uh, obviously, people like the setting and stuff like that. If you're in the alternate history, future history, Red Dawn, and all that stuff, obviously you're going to want to get get that game. Um, so yeah, it's a really successful product. You know, we talk about Singularity and joke around. Singularity sold like a third of that total. You know, almost. <laughs> what about Rogue Warrior? The Over the yeah, yeah. Rogue, Rogue Warrior is probably even lower than that. So I mean, yeah, three hundred seventy-five thousand is wildly successful. Not everything is going to sell thirteen million units like Call of Duty Black Ops did. Um, but also, the rumor is that you know, and THQ has talked pretty openly that they they've spent so much money on Homefront that they need to sell, sell two million units to break even. Now, 
are they going to reach that number? I, I don't. I don't know. You know. Yeah. But but yes, as far as first day sales, that's wildly wildly successful. So how does that affect the stock drop and everything? Do you think this? Uh, I haven't seen the. Rep- they put that report out yesterday mm-hmm. with the three hundred you know thousand. I didn't hear anything about it jumping back up. Yeah, right? I haven't looked. I mean, all right. So we're, we're talking about relative terms. A twenty percent drop seems significant, but THQ stock was only like five and a half dollars. So. That's only like a dollar loss, which is a lot of money when your stock is that low. Or yeah, yeah. That's not to say that the stock's not popular. It's just to say it's not Microsoft. Um, and it sounds to me like you know they want to announce the numbers. They're obviously not going to lie, but that seems like to soothe over the, the, some stockholders and get some people back in the game. Yeah. Um, and let's not also forget, and I was talking about this with someone, that uh, electric, same thing happened to EA when Medal of Honor came out and it got bad yeah, reviews. Yeah, yeah. And the game sold like six million copies or something like that. And the people that held on to their stock are the ones that left all the way to the bank. So a similar thing can happen here, too. It's a matter of if you're willing to take a risk or not. So you're saying I should go buy some THQ stock? No, I'm not saying that at of all. Of course, I mean, there'd be a conflict of interest. You'd have, uh, that would be a huge conflict of interest. <laughs> and also, you'd have to buy like 10,000 shares for you to make any money. No big deal. So. I'll take out a loan. I'll do it. NBD. NBD. No big deal. Oh, okay. I thought you were making fun of my... No, nope, NBD. I, ne- I had never heard that, and then Christine actually started using that NBD for no big deal, and I thought it was hilarious. Number five. Developer Acquire, the minds behind Tenchu, are developing two new games for the NGP. One of them is described as stealth action game. Sounds like we're getting a Tenchu game on the NGP! Exclamation mark! Hell, hell yeah, dude. That's awesome. Tenchu, man. I remember the Tenchu I love Tenchu. Games. Tenchu's that, awesome. Man, some of those games, though, they weren't as good as the originals. Well, I think these two guys only, or these guys only did the two first games. Okay, got it. On PSX. Yeah. No, I, rem- I recognize the name Acquire, and uh, I certainly, Tenchu was certainly a good time so back in the day. You're ready. Stealth How many NGP bro? should I put you down for? Uh, probably one? seven to eight. Okay, that's what yes. I want to hear. Number six. Remember, if you have PlayStation Plus, you'll be able to get the SOCOM 4 beta on Tuesday, March 22nd. If you got a code with Killzone 3, you'll be good to go on Tuesday, the Tuesday after that, March 29th. The beta ends on April 13th. The game comes out April 19th. Well, cons- I'm a little confused by that. Well, I was thinking about it when I was writing it, which was they're only giving themselves six days to fix the game before the game comes out. DC Universe beta went up like two weeks before the game came out. Yeah, hey, look how well that turned out. <laughs> hey, <laughs> touchy subject. You can stop it right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess they're pretty confident in it. I mean, you figure it's been go- it started though this week. Yeah, people are already yeah. playing it right Private now. Private beta and invitations went out this week. And the game's been in development for a very long time, and they already pushed it back. So it, it, you're probably right. It probably is ready. And they can always patch it. So speaking of getting oh, into the beta, oh, they can always patch it. My good friend here, Heinrich, who spelled out his name phonetically, which then made it more confusing for me. Cause I, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, he ran into me at PAX East. We'll talk about that in a little bit. said, yeah, I like to say beyond to beyond. the team for the thousands of laughs you've given me over the years. sat behind Greg at PAX East's Uncharted 3 panel, and he was nice enough to talk to me. I later saw him again at the meet and greet where he signed a SOCOM 4 beta code. He wrote, hey, use this wisely, beyond. And I'm going to do just that by giving it to you guys, my fellow listeners. Oh, I have nice. mine when I bought Killzone 3. So it's only right that somebody should get the code. So here it is. R-A-L-4-T-3-N-R-D-3-K-B. To Colin and Ryan, history and anime are both awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, Heinrich. That is fantastic. Yes, that's true, isn't it? Heinrich is an awesome name, Heinrich by the way. Name. Yeah. I'll I name my first son Heinrich. So, oh, I was just about to say that. Damn it. I beat you. I'm sorry. Oh, whatever. Great minds. Yeah, great minds. Okay, number seven. Bethesda announced that Prey 2 is in development. And is being handled by Human Head Studios. Awesome name. The team behind the original Prey. Though it was reported that Prey 2 would run on id Tech 5, the same engine Rage and Doom will run on, that's since been corrected. Presumably, Prey 2 will run on old id Tech 4. Man. 
They're going to be like, it will run on Intent 6. It's not even in development yet. Yeah, Intent 5 apparently is not even done. So, I mean, I don't think... I, I, I mean, we know Rage and... I, I guess Rage and uh, and uh, Doom, Doom 4 will run on it, but I guess they're still tweaking Doom, it. Doom, so not, Doom. Outside developers won't be able to license it yet. I got you. I got you. Is that doing anything for you? You excited about that? About Prey 2? Yeah. No, I'm, ex- I'm really excited about freaking Doom 4, though. Or and Rage. Rage, Rage, Rage is going to be awesome. Meh. Meh? <laughs> you're out I'm of your I'm mind, by that, dude. dude. I really you're am. out of your mind. I don't understand why you're all so excited. It's a beautiful game. It's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Cool. And the game. I have no voice. The gameplay. I don't it say anything, so but people respond to me as if I said something. Oh yeah, welcome to Half Life, bro. I know. Yeah, I also did not enjoy and stop playing. Well. But dude, you know what? You know what? This is a big deal. I mean, in an over, in a kind of an overarching way, like it doesn't. This is a new id property. They don't make many of those. Uh-huh. You know. So I mean, it's like Wolfenstein and Doom, and then Quake, and and now you have Rage. So. It's like so it's three games that are old and over and done with. Well, Doom's not over and done. Now they're giving one out. I'm just saying it's 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 cool. Like they're they're doing something different and new or whatever. And they 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 are, have a pretty good track record. So I would be pretty excited about uh about Rage. Plus, Carmack's hands were all over this game. So I think that's a good sign too. That man can program the galaxy. That's he all I'm certainly saying. Certainly can. Uh, Here's something I'll say to you. Mm-hmm. The silent protagonist is, I think, an, an absolutely fantastic tool, even though it's very controversial. And as you say, I mean, as, as you've already noted, it's not – and not everybody loves it. Yeah. But I think that the silent protagonist is great because it is really just a tool for you to develop an attachment to everyone else in the game. Agreed. You're, when it's done right, I think that's how it works. Yeah. Watching the Rage demo, it was very... Well, that's a demo. I mean... Well, I mean, I, it was an hour. At PAX East, you could go to these... You went, they had a giant ballroom, and you went and you sat down, and they played for an hour, and, you know, did very minimal talking over it while they ran around. Beautiful game, like I said, but you'd walk up and talk, you know, tap A to talk to somebody, and they'd start talking to you, and then they'd, like, ask you a question, you wouldn't respond, and then they'd go on as if you had. And, I, like, as soon as it happened, I was like, oh, really? Come on. And then at ho- Homefront, I play all of Homefront, get to the very end, and there's one part where, uh, I don't want to ruin it, but you get separated from the pack, right? And you can still hear them in your earpiece, and they're like, where did it go? I don't know. Blah. And, I'm, and that was the first time where I went, wait, why don't I say anything? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why am I not re- yelling back? And, that, and then I, I came in the next day, I'm like, Colin, are you silent the entire, like, it was so well done in Homefront story that there was never a moment early on where I was like, I should be saying something right now. This is where I, I was walking around, and they were talking to me and making me feel like part of the group and explaining. You know, they, it was so seamless. That storytelling was so good. Mm-hmm. To be, then go back and compare it to Rage, where it was just like, "Hello, what do you want?" Well, that's interesting. But over <laughs> here, like, uh, yeah, we'll see. All I'm saying is, is that I don't think uh, I think the silent protagonist does work well sometimes. I agree. No, we'll I, see. No, I we'll will see. Agree I mean, that. I yeah, I, I would really need to play Rage to be able to tell. Okay. Uh, the free-to-play MMO Free Realms is finally coming to PlayStation 3. You can download it for free on the PSN March 29th. There's a lot of free content to play. We're saying free a lot. But gamers can choose to pony up some money if they want to unlock all the content, lift the level cap, and more. Why are you fucking text messaging? I'm not text messaging anything. I was looking at something. On the tweets? Oh, is Kid you yell that? Yeah, I just wanted to see if he, he didn't respond yet. Uh, free Realms do anything for anybody? Anybody excited about this? Uh, I actually am interested. I'm not excited, but I'm interested in it. I'm, first of all, the download is going to be free, so I'm obviously going to try it. Trophies? I, wanna, uh, I don't know. I mean, obviously, it's going to have trophies. So, all right, so this is the question a lot we've been getting a lot, and I actually talked to someone specifically about this. Uh-huh. Everything that is not a PS1 classic or a program, like an application, has to have trophies. What about the minis? Uh, not, yeah, in the minis. But I mean, on PlayStation Network, like the PSN, PS3-centric games. Uh-huh. Things that you can't play on PSP, for instance. Gotcha. So, yeah, obviously, Free Realms is going to have trophies. Okay. But, but what I if wonder it, what if, if they, trophies... What if they consider it like an app? 
similar to like a Netflix. Netflix doesn't give you trophies. That's true. That would be awesome if you got Netflix. God, trophies. I probably would have earned them all. Well, right? could you, why wouldn't you have done the yeah, like Game it's Center? Like, like give like goofy things trophies. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it would be awesome if Game Center is like you know watch every every game from your favorite team or something like that. Here's something else I've always liked too, and I I haven't really I don't I, you know I don't make it a habit of pitching ideas to Sony. This is one I've always <laughs> wished they would do though, right? And it's gonna sound really cheap at first because obviously we'd be the ones getting it. But I wish that when you like you know how they always give away these you know they give away T-shirts or swag or whatever. You, most of the time we all turn it down. We're like, yeah, I got enough of this stuff. Don't worry. Uh, if they gave – I think it would be a really cool community tool if when we went to a GDC event or you went to an E3 press conference or whatever, you got a viral trophy. So they gave you a download code for a gold trophy that would just be bling, you know, I attended the E3 thing, blah, blah, blah. But then everyone on my friends list got it too. Like it would be like autom- – next time they turned on and they like checked my profile, it would ding for them. And then so on and so forth and so forth. So it kind of just infected out to people yeah, who had cool. done it. Eventually, it could be that you know everybody in the world would have it, whatever. But it would still be this, you know, I was there for the debut of Infamous Five. You know what I mean? And then, or new, and then in parentheses, or knew somebody who was. Yeah, yeah I like cool. that idea. They Come do. On, Jeff, I mean, they have. Rubenstein, get your wife on that uh, one. They, uh, have, they have those kind of achievements for on Xbox Live, apparently. Yeah, right. You know, and they yeah. have them. In, no, they have them in uh, PS3 games too. Rockstar is very big on that. I. I killed a killed developer, a or yeah, killed somebody who had killed the, you know. No, no, but yeah, but also, I mean, uh, I think Arthur was telling me how they have an achievement for people who attended this one event. Oh, really? Like, and like they, you just got this achievement that was worth no points. It was just for the no, fact. I want points. Yeah, we, well, we got that. I want a plat. Doesn't that seem? <laughs> doesn't that seem a little risky though? Having uh, a trophy that actually. Gives you something Clements, for it, something If they let me buy gaming. trophies off the PSN, I would buy trophies off the PSN. Really? <laughs> you really like, would. Yeah, five bucks for a one-time gold? Hell yeah. There you go. No way. Yeah, for gold? Totally. Yeah. That's I'd do it for a bronze. <laughs> if, they, yeah. if they brought the price down, 99 cents for a bronze? This is I can buy a bronze every year? Yeah, I'll do that. that the, the My 2011? Mean anything. It means something to me. All right. Speaking of which, Colin, you're not catching up, I've noticed. Uh... I've been hatching a plan. Oh, have you? Okay, good. Do you want to reveal it yet or no? Uh, you stew on it a little bit longer? No, I mean, I'm, I'm, it, the plan's already been enacted. Oh, what is the plan? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. I can't wait to see what's happening. Uh, right now, Cheryl's at home just playing every, playing that move stacker game <laughs> she likes so much. No, one, one, <laughs> Why did I picture her like, with a giant lever? I, I guess that's how you control trophies. I'm, four I'm gonna, I mean, you, you pulled away from me a little bit, so I'm trying to... I'm, I'm going to re- rectify the situation. Right. Don't worry about it. Rectify. Rectify. Number nine. Although no specific date has been given, Sony announced that Beyond Good and Evil HD is finally coming to the PlayStation Network this May. I like Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. Already out on Xbox. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm a, I, like, I really like Shut up about it on Twitter. You won't? No. I, hey. love, I love that game. You leave that man alone. He's a saint. I, oh, saw, you, I saw you doing a lot of tweeting with uh, Tim uh, yeah. during PAX. It was great. He's on my plane. I was live blogging on Twitter uh, everything Tim Schafer was doing on the plane. Then he got sat down and found out. He's like, stop doing that, you creeper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 10. This isn't news, but be sure to read Jim's ridiculously long interview, David Jaffe on IGN. It's great. Agreed. Really, really good. Yeah, I haven't awesome. read it yet. I want it's to. Really oh, it's good. so interesting. Yeah, it's he really calls good. us out. He calls everybody out. Like, uh, not us beyond. I mean, IGN. Oh, okay. In just uh, you know, sixty-dollar games, and it's really interesting. You know, Jaffe's a outspoken young man. So, yes. Uh, he, he goes. He is. Down. He is quite the personality. Also, if you didn't know, sorry, David Jaffe, uh, Twisted Metal dude. He's working on now. Obviously, created the franchise. Original director of God of War. Uh, you know, a long, a laundry list of games, calling including all cars. calling all cars. I will. Li- I would like to say here's a little bit of nostalgia for you guys. Uh-huh. David Jaffe, first person I ever interviewed in the video game industry. No way. Mere, mere like weeks after I started at the at my position. How did that go? Cars? 
Uh, it went well. I, I remember him talking about how they originally wanted to create like a, a car PG where it was an RPG, but all the characters were cars. <laughs> I thought that was awesome. Yeah, it is funny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Colin, you missed one thing. What is that? That I'd like to put up for okay. a thing, and it'll lead into a PAX discussion real quick. Uh, Uncharted 3 got its first piece of DLC already. The game not even out. Months from now, it's out. But at uh, at the end of this PAX panel at PAX East, which was in Boston this past weekend, uh, they gave away codes for a character skin. No idea what it is. That sucks. But they gave away a bunch. And Greg Miller was there and stole a bunch. So I have a whole bunch to give away to the podcast Beyond Crew. Uh, the way we're going to do it is something interesting. Though. Okay. okay. So, oh. oh. What? Sorry. So that's that's, oh, someone might be getting a call because well, I just it's heard probably just some, downloading info. some crackling. You know how it goes. Uh, okay. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, Walter Lopez was supposed to be on the show today. He did not come on the show today. So I'm encouraging everyone to go to Walter Lopez's My IGN Wall and just write... Slopez sucks. Slopez being his name's Lopez, so just put a capital S in front of that. All one word. Slopez. That's what I started calling him at PAX. He's not a fan. Okay. So you can say Slopez <laughs> sucks. Not, he's not a fan. Exclamation point. Then yeah, I guess send me an email that hey I did it and here's my IGN username so I can get see it and I get it and then uh, the first I'll just go in order. Everybody who does that and you know until I'm out of codes you get codes. Make sure to send to take a screenshot. You said. Of I, I doing said. That. Well, I guess no, no. Just you can just go to the wall and look, probably, right? If you, yeah, you but then, well, the how do we stop people with... from going there? I guess and just saying that I'm that person. That's, That's interesting. That's interesting. How do we get around that one? Um, yes. Hold on. Think it through. Okay, now that's the one. Uh, do we still have private messages? Is my IGN private message? Uh, oh, here's what we do. Uh, I'm dumb. So here's what we're gonna do. You're gonna go to people.ign.com/snackpack. S N A K P-A-K-K. Two K's at the end of snack pack there. Right. Uh, you post, Slopez sucks, exclamation point. Then you come with your my IGN username to my wall and say, I did it. And then I can go check that you did. Then I will privately message you through my IGN, which I'm pretty sure you can still do. Okay. There we go. That's going to be quite the ordeal. I don't care. It's I don't I don't have like a million I just want you codes. to consider how long it took us to send out all the packages we sent this out. This is easier. It's a code you type <laughs> in. I'll do this tonight when I get home after I play some games. Oh, no. And remember, I have that other giveaway that it's just the single package, though. Yeah, when are we going to do that? Uh, do you remember when I, I got it during TDC? I'll talk, I can talk about oh, it later. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. it for the end of the show? Yeah, that'll be the All freebie right. for the end of the show. All right, cool. Everybody, though, go, go make fun. Slopez sucks on Snack Pack's wall. Um, yeah, that's the end of the report. He was not <laughs> also, I want to say just real quick. So, so I, I went through the game library. I pulled out a report. That is the end of the rope report, right? Do, 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 I understand do, 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 that as well as anybody. The end of the report. Yeah. I went through the game library a few weeks ago. I pulled out a bunch of PSP games and Hell PS3 yeah, games did. we didn't need. I gave them all away on Twitter. So that, uh, unfortunately, I am uh, I am out of games to give away for the time being. But I'm glad that you know they're going to good homes. Some of these games. Yeah, absolutely. Some with, of these games with large some are going to some, terrible are not, homes. some are going to bad homes, but some are going to good homes. At least you know what uh, I would like to say. I think that might be a record for the Roper Report because that was a solid 34 I know, minutes. That was a long one. That was a long one. We had a lot of good discussions. Yeah, we, br- we brought in a lot of reader mail too. Yes. So it all worked out. In the Plus, we talked about Japan for like 10 minutes. Well, yeah. that's true. And it needed to be done. Absolutely. Um, before we get into what games are and forever will be coming to stores this week, <laughs> uh, I do want to talk about PAX East real quick. Just a quick aside. I mean, there's no real news out of it. I just want to, as always, tell you how great everybody is who's a podcast beyond slash IGN fan. You guys, as usual, rocked my socks. We had a dynamite time. Uh, more, we, I mean, ballparking it, we had, you know, in and out people coming and going. IGN meet and greet on Saturday night probably had about 300, a little bit more people come to that. The panel on the GameScoop panel on Sunday, which we were the last panel in that room. People are trying to catch flights. People changed their flights for us. A lot of people couldn't. No big deal. We got 700 people in that room. Like that's amazing. Like you guys are awesome. Uh, thanks to everyone who 
you know, backed me up when I told Damon we shouldn't leave that one bar, and then we wandered around the streets of Boston for an hour, and then we came back to the same bar I said we should have never left? Damon, you're dumb. I, uh, I, Damon to told me that story, by yeah. the way. Huh? Did you go to Northeastern? No, I, I, uh, I wanted to real bad, <laughs> but I had no idea where it was. It, well, you said it wasn't close to where it's we by, were. No, it's, not, it's by Prudential Center. Oh well, of course. I keep getting Why some. I, I keep that? getting some tweets, and some some young kids are getting into Northeastern University, the old alma mater. Yeah. Hell yeah! I think you need to go there. All right, become a husky. If anybody go gets accepted to University of Rochester in New York, which is my school, yeah, send me an email with a. What if they're enrolled right now? Uh, they can also do that. Okay. Send send me an email, and uh, I'll I'll think of something. Okay. Everybody go to Mizzou too. Don't forget. Yes. Uh, before we get too off track, though, yeah. Uh, huge success, Packets East. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Uh, Dynamite time. Uh, the My IGN kids were great. If you're not using My IGN, you should get on My IGN. It's basically a social networking service here. We run at IGN for gamers, and they well, there was like 30 of them staying at one hotel. They have all these huge party photos. It was They were all cool kids. I love hanging out with them whenever I get the chance. Next chance will be PAX Prime, I guess, most likely, right? Comic-Con, stuff like that. Plenty of chances to hang out. And here's something else interesting. Uh, this is in the very early beta stages. I've only told Colin, Clements, we've been super busy this week. I haven't had a chance to talk to you. No problem. I'm ready. I don't want to. I don't want to give out super specifics, but basically what I want to know is we're, what are we at? 21 yeah. episodes away from episode 200. So for real, if we held a live podcast in San Francisco, how many of you would be coming? This is not a – you're not RSVPing right now, but I'm trying to get a head count so I can figure out where I could do this. I have an idea of where I'd want to do it, how I'd want the whole thing to do. Okay. But I need you to send an email to beyond.ign.com if you'd be coming to a live podcast panel in San Francisco roughly August-ish, June – July. June, June to August. No, yeah, it would be – Summertime. Let's, right? uh, who has a calendar? Well, no, it's 20 – we're 21 weeks away. So yeah, so, all right. So yeah, yeah. So so five months ish. Yeah. So it's gotta be August or September. Okay, August or September. If you have the ability, the capabilities <sighs> Ooh, to come to San Francisco. Let's, let's watch something. out. I know. September, I'll be in Japan. I know. No, that we we wouldn't do it without you. All right. There would no way podcast <laughs> uh, beyond. There uh, might be a podcast beyond one ninety nine point one, but there would be yeah, no. Yeah, we did that last time. Yeah. <laughs> so don't sweat it. Beyond at IGN.com if you come. Please, uh, I know you're all good kids. Only send serious responses. Yes. You only screw us up if you send joking ones. Yeah. If right. you, and if you can't come, we won't be upset. No, if you're, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah, far yeah. away, no yeah, problem. Don't, please don't do the normal thing like when I post, I'm like, hey, meet and greet here, blah, blah, blah. I'd love to come, but I'm in the UK. Oh, man, do one in Georgia. That doesn't help me. That doesn't help me for what I'm doing at the moment. I will do a meet and greet wherever I can. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Colin. Well, I just want to say real quick, too. I mean, we, I, I like the idea that you had yesterday yeah. when you talked to me. The yeah. rope report is over, Greg. <laughs> uh, about like, so we, maybe we would do it here in the office. Then we go to a bar or something. We go bar hop with Man, some people. Man, it's funny and, when and I said I don't want to give out details, and you're just shouting out details. I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying. I'm you're saying a that's, a, that's an idea. So it's not like you're. This it, show's over. Oh Jesus Christ! Greg has put down his headphones. Oh, now he's putting, putting them back, them back on. on. So I like, but I like the idea of like maybe doing something like that where we can make it, you know, so, so people don't if they have to come from far away that they, they know they're not just coming for an exactly. hour podcast. That's okay, what I'm trying to say. So don't get mad at me. You know what, Colin? You've been getting an attitude ever since this home front thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, yeah. If you came, I should point out. Yes, this would be. Uh, a day activity. We would be doing things and we would go out afterwards and we would all hang out. It would yeah, be so giant, I'm just saying. I'm, a I'm giant just, meet and greet party. I'm not saying it's going to be necessarily be here. I'm just saying that, that you know, don't worry like if you're going to come out of your way and you're only going to sit here for an hour and then have to go home. We'll go have drinks and we'll go have a good time. And plus, I'm sure there'd be a my IGN contingent here to hang out with even yes. if me and Clement's rocket ship to the moon. Rocket to the moon. Colin. Right. Yeah. If I wanted to know what games came to the store this week, where could I go to find this out? None of your business. <laughs> I, can't, I don't like when we fight. <laughs> the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editor. Boo, 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 boo. Wow. Boo. 
So last week was an, last week was an exciting yeah last week was an exciting week because uh, we had a PS2 game. No, P- <laughs> new P- no PS2 game this week. Also no PSP games. Uh, uh, at least oh, retail. Oh. Uh, so, but PS3 we have quite a quite a list here of uh, of eight games. Lay it on me. Homefront. Yeah. Fit in six. Of course. <laughs> which I guess is an exercise game. Top Spin four. Yes. Yakuza four. Yes. Dance oh. on Broadway. <laughs> Which okay. I'm definitely gonna play. Holla! Uh, Artanel Kakoga, Nell of RCL. Yep. Warriors, Legends of Troy, and MotoGP 10, 11. Wow. Lot of uh, triple A games there. Red, white. Uh, <laughs> Convict. Gaga. Would you guys? Would you guys like the digital stuff? I would love it. Yeah. All right. Spray Here's all what me. came out. This. <laughs> Isn't that how digital really? stuff works? I don't know. Oh, yeah. that's It's a spray. It comes spraying out of your PlayStation. Oh, the Digibytes are in my hands. <laughs> Digibytes. <laughs> You're messing up my makeup. All right. <laughs> um, ooh. Ooh. What? Anyway, so digital stuff that came out this week. Yeah. Here are some downloadable games. Yeah. Slam Bolt Scrappers. Yeah. Does anyone know what that is? I gave it a 5.5. You gave it a 5.5. This is the crazy game. What have I created? (laughs) What's this thing that I made? What's this thing I have made? Uh, (laughs) I totally didn't realize that was the name. Yeah, that. Go look at Colin's review. It's a crazy game. Also, Hardcore Uprising, which yeah. is the spiritual. Played some of that this weekend. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Spiritual successor slash predecessor slash. It's a contra game. Yeah, it's a contra game. Anyway, uh, what else we got? Prince of Persia. Huh? Wait. Yeah, I didn't understand that. This is the new one? No, I, I think that's a mistake because I, I didn't even put that in the PSN update because I think all three of those have already come out digitally. So I think that's just a mistake. All right, then. Cool. Then we got some demos, including a demo for Mortal Kombat, which Mortal I Kombat. talked to both Greg and Colin about. Really enjoyed. Uh, definitely dig in the Mortal Kombat. I'm already that that demo actually pretty much sold me on the game already. I'm I'm very interested. Mortal to Kombat's see, cool. I'm really. There's also a demo for Plants vs Zombies. If you're foolish enough to have not played it yet, That's I silly. think everyone you're on the silly. planet Go has play played it. it. Uh, also, this is something Colin was very happy about. Mm. PS1 classics, Parasite Eve mm-hmm. for five ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Classic PlayStation game. Awesome game. See the the, the charming Aya Bray shoot some monsters because she's shooting it, monsters with. Chrysler building. Is that? Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a short game, which is cool too, and you can go back and play it again. It's it's a it's a unique game. It's a survival horror RPG mm-hmm. action game by Square from the golden era of Square Soft. Square Soft, Squaresoft, exactly. Yes. Not Square Enix. <laughs> Square Soft. Uh, and hopefully we'll get the second one. Remember, third birthday, the long-awaited third game of the Parasite Eve series comes yes. out on PSP later this month. It's it's coming out, and actually that. That game definitely has promise potential. I would. I'm really interested to see. I believe. I want to say Patch, uh, yeah. from our Australian team is reviewing yeah. that, and I, I'm curious to see what he thinks, because uh, it definitely has promise. I played it a couple times. And, I'm gonna play it. Uh, I'm gonna play it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Also, yeah. and then and then Square Enix has confirmed Parasite Eve 2 will come as a PS1 classic at some point. Yeah. Probably just next. I week. suspect next week. Yeah, yeah. Just probably next week. Also, just uh, to let you guys know. Marvel vs. Capcom 3 got the uh, additional character DLC. I don't know if this is new, but it says that it's new here. Yeah, it is. Uh, both Jill and Shuma Garoth are like downloadable characters. Way too get. expensive. Stop. Uh, <gasps> Tyson has a question for you. Sent to beyond.ign.com. I'm ready. Ryan. Yeah. I was thinking about getting a game Mass Effect 2 or Marvel vs. Capcom 3 or Mortal Kombat. He doesn't okay. have much money to spend. What would you sway him to? Oh, my God. That's really hard. Well, we haven't played Mortal Kombat yet. Correct. But we like the demo. We really like the demo. 
I'm so I'm so jazzed for the for for friggin' the Mortal Kombat demo. I'd almost say Mortal Kombat, even though Mass Effect's probably a better. If you've game. never played Mass Effect two, Mass Effect two is an amazing game. Yeah. I, in terms of fighters, I'd say Mortal Kombat. I'm way more excited for Mortal Kombat than I was. Well, for Mortal uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three is a, a fantastic fighter, but I'm right now more excited about the Mortal Kombat remake. X rays. What slash reboots. But what I suspect with that with that question is, he says he doesn't have a lot of money to spend on the games, or whatever. I think that if he doesn't want Mass Effect two, so he wants a fighting game. I, I can't speak for Mortal Kombat yet, but I know that he's going to get the most ba- a lot of bang for his buck with Marvel vs. Capcom. Because that that game. Three hundred pro- tower challenges in Mortal Kombat. Well, I'm just sa- headless mode. Well, I mean, just think about Mar- Marvel vs. Capcom two had a, a community, a thriving community for ten years. Yeah, and they're dead now. Like they're all dead. They're all dead. They're, they're not all dead. Is co- the community still going? No, oh, I, I, still there. Yeah, I think Mark Ryan was saying that people still still play. Oh, I'm kidding. Uh, let me just uh, continue on real quick, gentlemen. Got let me you. find my place. PlayStation Store for PSP. Did we talk about Major League Baseball 2K11? We did not. That's out. Okay. And also. Jacandia, the timeless land. Mm-hmm. Damon Hatfield yeah, reviewed that. Review. He did not give it a glowing review. It was not a glowing review. Yeah, oh, would, that's too bad. Buy that one. Uh, also, where is it? Where is it? What minis? What did Rubenstein kick out? I'm this looking. Week? You guys gotta give me just one second. <laughs> I love that song. I love that song. <laughs> Steam coming out of pipe. <laughs> uh, so first of all, for anyone that is a uh, big Dissidia fan, you can now purchase. The, it's sort of the pre-release DLC this week. So what it is is it's essentially a demo that you pay for, but it's content that you don't get in the full game. So you get to try out the game for two ninety nine and kind of see what you think, see how you like it. And then if you do like it, you not only can import the items that you earn in that piece of DLC into the main game, but it also gives you an exclusive assist character, Aerith from Final Fantasy VII, famous character. You can use, uh, you can call her in during combat, and she can like help you. That's okay. like, uh, that's the special little thing mm. that you will get. Mm. PSP minis. Yeah, here we go. Enigmo. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. <laughs> it has fifty mind-bending levels to solve, eight objects to manipulate, several solutions for the every puzzle, endless fun. For the every puzzle. For the every puzzle. Oh, good. Sounds great. And then we have Ancient Game Treasures Mill. That's yes. the word. I actually looked that one up. I'm like, I, that can't be the name. Can I read it? Can <laughs> I read do. this? All right. Ancient Game Treasures Mill includes the three varieties of games from the Mill family, including Three Men's Morris, Six Men's Morris, Nine Men's Morris, <laughs> Like Chess Is to Checkers, Mill Is to Tic Tac Toe, Challenge Your Friends, or Play Against the AI in the strategic board game that dates back to ancient Egypt. What? Oh. I have no idea what any of that means. No, no. Is, if there are any board game aficionados that are among our listeners, write in and tell me what what is going on there. What is Rubenstein up to with his mill? Stole this from mill us. business. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Sorry. Uh, we watched Pirates of Silicon Valley oh, last okay. night. Ate right. pizza, drank some beers. Yes. It was uh, amazing. <laughs> Scott Lowe had never seen it. So now You're going to talk about Steve like that, man? The man that feeds you? Yes. <laughs> so is this a comedy? I've no, never no, heard no. of this movie. No, no, no. It's a TNT drama. TNT drama from 99 about uh, Bill Gates and uh, Steve Jobs and the rise and fall thereof. It's it's funny because it, like, it ends with you know Apple completely kind of effed and destroyed yeah. and then of course Apple went on to do everything else oh, okay. but, but it's just like you know their uh, whole thing about the personal computer Okay, it's, a, it. gr- it's a great movie it's, I've always yeah, thought really it's really it. interesting but some of the scenes are so dated now that you know I mean like there's just so many <laughs> goof like his acid trip for no reason and like yeah there's a, there's a fight on a beach where you're gonna talk that way about Steve <laughs> the man that feeds you <laughs> that's 
so it's so good. You got it. You guys have everybody to see go that Netflix one. it. It's on. It's not instant streaming, sadly, but you can get the disc. Uh, send in your reviews on the IGN scale. I'd love to know what you gave that. And read the book for God's no, sake. No, based no, on. no. You don't have to do that. It's so good. They made a movie. Noah Wiley. Anthony no. Michael Hall. It doesn't get any better. And watch the DVD. Uh, and watch the. There's like a bunch of because it's old. It's like a really old DVD. So there's like awesome, like previews for these like yeah. straight to DVD. Yeah, movies. all these straight to DVD movies. It's like look for it on DVD. Uh, okay, we're getting off track. I'm running out of time. Uh, it's time for reader mail. All right, I'm ready. Topic a week enough to up. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna put you on the spot right away, Ryan Clements. I'm ready. Uh, Tony Mathers writes in. He says, "Hi, Tony. You said that the original Dissidia is unlocked upon completion of Dissidia 2." Does my original save file from the first work with the second? I've been playing the original. Can I finish playing the play it with the new one? The easy answer is you can use your original save file. But here's the thing: all your original save file does uh -huh. is bring over character-specific progress. Uh -huh. So if you've leveled up uh, Terra to level 100, her 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 level and her abilities carry over. Everything else does not carry over, like things like equipment, accessories, summons, all this stuff does not carry over. All all your all the saved data, all the saved data transfer is meant to do is to protect the time you've invested into like building up these characters. But once you unlock the the actual full Dissidia, the original Dissidia campaign, uh -huh. I mean, you can play. You have to play through it again, basically. Okay. Uh, because it's been sort of redone. It's, I mean, it's it's a lot of the same content, but they've incorporated all the tweaks from Dissidia Duodecum into, I'm sorry, Dissidia Dukakum into into the into the original. I can't believe so many people are pronouncing it wrong. Uh, Jay writes in. He says, "Beyond, yeah. hey, nice job, Greg, on the Arkham City Rewind. Quick question: Are we getting all the same voice actors from the Asylum, i.e., Joker, Batman, etc.? I don't remember hearing Mr. Wayne speaking in the latest trailer." Uh, Jay, unknown at this time. They've made no superficial announcements. Clearly, you're getting Mark Hamill as the Joker, and you are getting Kevin Conroy as Batman. So the two most important people are there. And Mr. Wayne speaks at the end of the trailer. He's the one that says to the Joker, you were lying all along. You were never sick. I'm super There's jazzed about that you, game, whatever. man. Yeah, trailer, I like the trailer. Did you like it? Uh, yeah, I did. Did you like I, the song that plays over it? A lot of people are torn right, up over well, the song. Well, who's Mr. Wayne? Is that? Bruce Wayne. Oh, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he didn't hear. Oh. He didn't hear Batman's voice. Oh, okay. but it, it, it's there at the end. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm super. There's a lot of good games coming out later. I thought when you said Mr. Wayne, I thought you were talking about like his dad, and I was like, I Little he Wayne's dead. <laughs> Dude, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking about all the, all the shit that's coming out later this year. Yeah. It's like, it, you know, like Uncharted and Resistance and Rage and Batman and isn't Skyrim coming out and like yeah. all the. It's like I don't understand where, <laughs> where I'm gonna find the necessary time to. You to have play, to quit your job. To play all these games. I, yeah, yeah, maybe. It sucks. Uh, Brian writes in, and I think he's a bit confused. Okay. okay. But he gets to a real question eventually. Okay. I want to ask you guys. I'm sorry. I want to ask. I'm going to sneeze. No. Nope. Right. No, Brian said, I want to ask this question live on Sunday at the GameScoop panel, but there were too many people in line. So here it goes. Before the move came out, it seemed like Greg and maybe a few other IGNers were really excited about it. That's a, that's a bold face lie, Brian. I was never excited for the move. I always thought, it am I wrong? What the hell? Is that us? No, there's a no. room next door to us, and we can hear the phone. Can everybody else hear that? Anyways, was I ever, did I, was I excited? Uh, no, I think we were interested. Okay. Well, you were definitely, remember during E3 and we first were trying out some of the GDC stuff. and I was like, oh my God, I'm sticked to my stomach. This is the biggest. No, no, no. Remember E3 when we went to that, those little like for sports champions and all the, and the party okay. game. Okay. Like you and I, like, I, I like, yeah, you yeah. and I definitely had an excited conversation about it when we were like, holy crap, this could actually be really cool. Okay. okay. And then it wasn't. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. we, we I all, apologize. We all yeah, we also had the the podcast where we said like we were all more interested in connect before E3 and then afterwards it seemed like move actually had more potential. Okay. Okay. I I okay, that's fine then. All right. Yeah. 
I, t- I, I take back some of my venom. But I don't know if I was really excited. <laughs> don't take all the back. So can I extract it by sucking it out of your leg? Sure. Get to work. All right. <laughs> uh, can I stop the thing? Do we have to worry about that in the new podcast room? Does it stop when I kick the table? No? Okay, good. No, we're good. Uh, I was an early adopter and bought it on day one and loved it ever since. But now when the topic comes up at IGN, everyone just kind of groans and laughs about it. Do you even care about Move anymore? Will games like Sorcery make you give it another look? Brian. Uh, I mean, the I will- short answer for me personally, Brian. Is no, I don't really care that much about move. Like, uh, I, I, so that's the answer right there. I personally don't care that much about move. However, I am excited about what could be done with it. There are games that look cool with it. Sorcery looked yeah, cool sorcery with it. Yeah, sorcery looked like really cool. I'd like to see cool. that. But like Killzone and SOCOM with it. Well, no, SOCOM I did enjoy a lot. SOCOM I want to play with it when it comes out and see. Killzone I never liked the first person shooter with the thing because. Uh, like I was excited about it because we finally got the game and we got Sports Champions. We got it pretty early or whatever. And Sports Champions was awesome. I really like Sports Champions. But like nothing has been done that's interested me since, and that's the problem. Sorcery is the only game that's like on my radar that I'm even interested in that I know about. Gotcha. That's a. That's going to use it. Is, is Child of Eden going to use the move? Uh, they have not confirmed nor denied only, that information. I could only I could only assume. Yeah, it, it seems, seems like it very purpose, reasonable. Right? Or, or uh, but I think they the ultimately all three of us would be down for any move game if it's good. Yeah, I feel yeah like exactly. If, it, if, exactly. if it's cool, then it's cool. That's I, all there is to it. I don't think any it. of us have a blatant hatred or something no. for the move. It's just that we don't. The games that are being put out with it, we're like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, cool. It's, it's the Wii. Next, remember that show Next. on MTV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that she was, walks onto the bus and she's yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, as yeah. soon as she gets out, <laughs> next. And she's like, <laughs> oh, man. Go, that show is awesome. I think those are instant streaming. <laughs> <laughs> Matt writes in and says, has there been a change in some IGN policy recently? I've been listening to gaming podcasts for the past couple of years, mostly for something to do while I walk across campus. God, I'm screwing this all up. I have rarely heard anyone on an IGN podcast talk about or even mention some of IGN's competitor uh, competitors. But, uh, you know, on GDC, podcast beyond diaries, you had all sorts of people on. What gives? Uh, no, Matt, there, I don't think there's ever been a hard policy or a policy change for sure. I think what you're seeing is people uh, mature a bit, like, right? Like, you know, it, before when we weren't, I, you know, I'm here now going on, fi- I'm coming up on five, well, I'm, I just I just celebrated four years. So I'm into my fifth this year. This is my now, right? applause. You can't really hear it. So it's kind of like that thing where you know you have ownership of everything. I think uh, one of the biggest problems with the video game industry, if you will, right? He air, he air I, I air that. quoted the industry, right, yes. or at least the game press side of it, right? Is that people do get really caught up in? Uh, they'll be like, oh, I don't want to talk to them. They're IGN, or I don't want to talk to them. They're Kotaku, blah blah blah. And they you you create it in your head that there's something weird. Every time I've been to an event, and I I, I go to events with the same people all the time, and for a long time did not speak to them just because they never spoke to me. And then finally I realized that they were just as awkward as uncomfortable to be at an event not talking to anyone as me and started talking to everybody and everybody's cool. Or at least most people that I run into are cool yes. because we're all the same kind of people. We all like games and we all want to do what we do. So it's silly for us to sit here and have grudges and t- especially for uh, sites to talk shit on it and one another on a personal basis or anything. If you see them then th- doing that, then they're not cool. I mean, you're, don't get me wrong. You're welcome to say, I didn't agree with that IGN review. I don't think like this. I don't enjoy podcasts beyond because they get off topic. Right. Constructive criticism like that, always fine. But yeah, when somebody's for sure. like, oh man, Greg Miller's such a douchebag. Yes. I saw him eat that burger we, once. We don't like that. I like burgers. Did you print out anything from anything for Comic Corner, by the way? I did not print out anything. Oh, man. There were some, people were pretty excited for you to do that for Homefront. Oh, yeah? Sorry. So I let, you, I let you all down. Here. I failed you all again. You didn't fail us. <sighs> You're oh still God, here. I just wanted Greg, I have a question, I have a question yes. for you, Greg. Yeah. We kind of talked about this and alluded to it last week. And it's just a question. It's not saying we're going to. But should we do an editor beatdown for Homefront? Yeah, I thought you were. Yeah, it should be. That's why you wanted me to hold on to the thing. Yeah. All right. I think we should do it this week. Okay. Do it. Do it like. 
What you, what's wrong? Well, you guys, please go ahead. But I will be traveling this weekend, mm. so I probably won't be available for any editor beatdowns. Mm. But I don't care about home front anyway. All right. Mm. Well, that's fair. You have a. You have a. Did you? Do you have a battle have a code? Yeah, I have a battle code. Okay. Um, because I use two of the battle codes. Okay. So one of the one of the ones that's floating around is used. Oh, maybe it's not. There. No, but I took, actually it I took I it out. To. So if you have it in your box, that should be good. I'll buy it. All right. So what we'll do? I just wanted to say this because I know you're in a rush. I don't want to yeah. drop it on you at the end. We'll do it. What do you want to do? It's Saturday. Saturday, I'm doing a lot of work. What We're having I, dinner on Sunday. I know. So what if we do it after dinner? Or do you not want to rush your dinner to play home front? No, we can do that. I mean, you have to go home, or yeah. unless you want to bring your system over and play it on one TV and not play it on the other. That's possible. But what about Mike Mitchell? He's gonna be there. That's true. Oh yeah, Mike. That's right. All right. Well, uh, do it Saturday night, maybe. All right. Uh, like eight. Yeah, sounds good. 8 All right. So now. let's do let's do home front. Yeah. Okay. Let's do a home front editor beatdown. We haven't done an editor beatdown in a long time. Home kidding. front, eight p.m. Pacific on Saturday. This Saturday. Um, and I guess we'll organize it on Twitter. So just keep an eye on Greg's or my Twitter, and we'll give you all keep the instructions. Keep an eye on no taxation. Yeah, no taxation on Twitter. I'll, I'll organize it. I'm not entirely sure how you make private parties on Homefront because I haven't tried to do it. Um, Real thorough review, huh? <laughs> well, I, don't, I didn't know anyone who was playing the game. I, play, I, <laughs> I was playing with the developers. So, uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll organize. I think you can make parties of 16 and jump into deathmatch together so you're all on the same side. I think that's how it works. So uh-huh. we can try to do something like that. So okay. keep an eye on my Twitter, and we'll organize. If you have a home front, we'll play together. And I think we can actually get some trophies for jumping into with 16-player matches and stuff like that. So we'll have some fun. Let's do, let's do that then. Uh, I'm going to bail. I have to go preview some games. Uh, Captain America and Thor at a Sega event. Uh, by the time you hear this, if there's anything to cover out of them, they'll be live for you because there's well, no embargo. I'm, I'm going to miss you, buddy. It's okay. Uh, Is, are Colin and I going to finish the show here? Yeah, yeah. There's four questions here. I think you could skip them, though. Physical copy question from Alan Newberry. Scuba Owl wrote in about job offers. Uh, Michael did a PSN subscription thing about cloud saving. I don't even know if we can answer that one. And then uh, Daniel Mick wanted to know about preview events. Well, You're free I mean, to talk to them. I like, and then, but here's the big thing. On the back, you have people writing in it talk about Sonic. Remember, Colin mm. wanted to know why people cared about Sonic. There it is. Oh, okay. Another free game at the end there. Okay. Excellent. All right? Sounds good. Beyond. Beyond. Thank you. Beyond. Thank you. Goodbye. 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 Snackback okay. sucks. Remember, Slopez sucks is what you have to post on the Snackback wall. <laughs> He's going to get so angry. I know. He loves it. He loves being a star. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Greg has See put ya. down his headphones. Is walking away from the table. Have a good day. You're stealing from us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Colin. Hey, buddy. So now it's up to us to uh, to round out this mm. show. What do you want to talk about? Do you want to go over some of the Sonic stuff, or do you want to finish these Let me questions see. off? We, let's, uh, what do you want to do? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of. I am kind of curious about the Sonic business. All right, do you want to read it? Uh, sure. Some of these are really effing long, though. Uh, let's see. Let's do a the, a, a summary from Jackson. I love Sonic as a character, but Colin is right. The 2D speed run platforming design really is not as amazing as some would like to think. Yeah. This is coming from a Sonic Sonic fan that played more Sonic titles than any of their franchises. Oh, that was the end of his statement. So apparently he would said awesome stuff beforehand. Trying to walk. All right, so I don't know why that's good. Let's move on. To, let's move on to Daniel. The appeal of Sonic, besides being way past cool, I like that term. It's right. way past cool. Right. It's just gone so far past cool. It's not even cool anymore. Huh? Is that his games are all physics-based speed platformers? It's like driving styles. Some want to slow down and look. Others want to be fast and enjoy the thrill of speed. Sonic is the la- the later, while Mario the latter, while Mario the former. Uh, does that did that work? Wants to slow down. Sonic is the late. Yes, okay. Also, the PS3 emulation is sluggish and has button get press delay, and I played it. Even the iPhone version is better. Oh, so hmm. apparently, according to Daniel, the PS3 version. Yeah, 
not uh, so good. I've heard that too, but this isn't nearly the first. I mean, I played it on Genesis. Right, right, I played right, it. Right. I played it on the Sega right. Genesis Collection. I played it. You know, I have it on Wii. So I mean, it's it's. Uh, I don't know why the hell I downloaded it on Wii. I think it was for my friend actually when he was over. Uh, but yeah, I, but at the same time, Mario gives you the option to to go faster. You can beat Mario one in like six minutes if you run through it. So I mean, it's not like you can't. Uh, if you go one 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 two and then take the the warp or whatever to four and then five and then eight or whatever the hell you have to do in that. Right. You can beat it really quick. So I mean, it gives you options. Sonic, you have to go through quick. If you don't go through it quick, then the game turns into a, a sluggish nightmare. So fair well, enough. Well. But, I'll, maybe I'll read. You know, let, let's take a moment. Let's okay. read one more somewhat larger mm. uh, uh, email here. Okay. Is that okay with you, buddy? Oh, I'm, All right. I'm not in any rush. This is actually from Ruth. So we have a, uh, a, a gal writing in. Okay. Since Colin asks so nicely, I, as a Sonic fangirl, will explain my love for all things 2D Sonic. Mario always looked like a moron to me, and whenever I played <laughs> Super Mario Brothers, I always found it too easy and unchallenging. Interesting, because Super Mario Brothers is yeah, often considered uh, challenging. That's interesting. Sonic the Hedgehog, any 2D version, was always a wondrous sight and a legitimate challenge. Also, the sheer speed at which he travels always excites, although that might have something to do with me being an adrenaline junkie. Every level had a different theme and different contraptions that could help or hinder you. Plus, every Sonic level has so many different routes to take and explore, especially if you want to find the goodies. But my first exposure to Sonic the Hedgehog as a character was through the cartoons, where he's voiced by Jaleel White. Oh, Wait, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. I no way. Circle. I, I saw my first episode of The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog when I was seven. I played my first Sonic game two years later. That's a cool little anecdote there. That, thank you, Ruth. Um, again, I think I don't think this is going to change Colin's yeah, mind. Yeah, I mean, I, the, all right. So the one thing I take, I mean, I appreciate the email. Uh, thank yeah, you for, for writing sure. it. The one thing I take issue with is that the early Mario games are not easy, and they're not. I, no, they're not. And I think if any, Sonic's difficulty is certainly not the problem with with the game. It's because the game's not hard. It's hard because it doesn't control well. The first Mario game, I mean, it's interesting because the first Mario game, especially when you get to World 8 and there's, like, all the Hammer Brothers and everything, people run, just run all the way through. And if you get your timing right and jump in certain places, you don't have to deal with anything. If you go slowly through it, then you're going to have a lot of problems or whatever. So it's kind of ironic that that, that particular those particular stages require speed. Mario 3 and Super Mario World are easier games, but they require a lot of time. I don't know. They're, I mean, it's. I guess it's tough to compare the two. I was just comparing Super Mario World with Sonic because they're contemporaries yeah. on their systems, and they were the, the pack-ins for those systems. I mean, obviously Alex Kidd was the original pack-in on Genesis, but eventually Sonic became, you know, the, the pack-in for Genesis. And uh, I, I just, uh, I don't. You can't compare. I think Super Mario World's a ten. Yeah. I would, I would love to play Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario World, and then play Sonic the Hedgehog back to back. I kind of, I haven't. I feel like I've never done a back to back comparison. So I should do that at some point. You that should, should be that. a challenge. Today. Actually, you know, that might make a, a fun feature to do as well. Yeah. So I'll consider that. Uh, let's end our, like, sort of user submissions with a free code mm -hmm. from – where? Where From Jan? Maybe this is from Jan. I don't know. It's like Greg kind of cut off the text here. I hope it's from Jan. If you wish to preview Pixie Love Rush. Oh, it's a, it's a mini. Pixie? 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 I think it's Pix and Rush, isn't it? Pix and Rush? Oh, Pix and Rush. The, the text got to oh, okay. Here is a download code you can use in the American PlayStation Store. Here we go, guys. 5NBGCBN2BDKM. Enjoy. Thank you from thank you, Jan. Hopefully, hopefully it's actually Jan and not just something crazy that yeah. I'm not I'm not even reading the right thing. Uh, sounded like Greg wasn't really super excited about the other questions that we got. I, I, you know, if you want to read them. 
please. Say? Well, let's do one. Let's do this. This sh uh, here. Do do a little uh, ditty or something while I'm reading. Do 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 that's it so okay yeah uh, i'm up. gonna i'm gonna say that i think that's done also we have uh, a solid hour and three minute long show yeah, already that's, that's, that's so adequate. that's good um and i have one other thing i wanted to add uh oh yeah the giveaway oh yeah, we yeah talk about yeah that? that's exciting i'm all excited right. about this um so first of all we're i think I, i'd love to do some trivia Okay. So I want I want uh, the users to email their answer to this trivia that Colin and I are about to create okay. to beyondatign.com, which they can reach us you know with anything really questions comments concerns love mail whatever. Um, do you have any Final Fantasy IV related trivia that you'd like to ask? Something that might not be easily wikiable. Why don't you think about that? I got it. Oh, you you got it already. Right, I, I, I... What you want? I don't write want to it give down. The, I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to write it down. I'm going to explain to the to the readers what we got here. During GDC, I had the absolute pleasure of uh, interviewing Tokita-san, who and and goodness gracious, I really hope I'm getting his name right because if I didn't, I'm going to feel super bad, like the movie super bad. Uh, I had the pleasure of interviewing Tokita-san, and he is the original creator of Final Fantasy IV. Many years ago, I mean, I think they, I think they are already going on their 20-year anniversary, or, or they're getting close to it. Maybe 10 years. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I have no perception of time, because uh, I'm immortal. So, uh, Takita-san, uh, great to interview. And at the end of the interview, I was actually given a Square Enix Trading Arts uh, version of Cecil, or Cecil, if you will, in, as his appearance in Final Fantasy uh, Dissidia. In Dissidia Final mm -hmm. Fantasy. So it's it's this really great uh, like uh, figurine of Cecil. How do you say it? Cecil or Cecil? I, say, I always say Cecil, but I think it, the yeah. name is Cecil. All right. It's like, uh, again, when we were talking about Ninja Games, yeah, it's yeah, just one exactly. of those things when you're a kid, you have no idea. How to yeah, say. exactly. <laughs> so it's, a, it's, a, it's an awesome Cecil figure signed by the original creator of Final Fantasy IV. Uh, let's see what Read it first of, because uh, I, I, I don't... You know what I mean? you know what I'm talking about? You can you can wow, do it optionally. That, uh, if you're sure about this, then we should totally do. This should be the question. Okay. Yeah, you it is. It, yeah. All right. If you're sure, I, I am sure. If, right. if not, we'll we'll update it next. If if I, I'm pretty sure that this okay. is it. Okay. All right. So, in the game, there's a character named Yang. Right. Right. And he's like a martial artist, and his wife lives in a castle. I can't I can't remember the town's name. It's like it starts with a D. Okay. Anyway, if you you can talk to her. Uh, there's an optional time to go speak with the wife. You can speak to her multiple times because doesn't she give you the frying pan and stuff to like wake Yang up or whatever when he's like he's out or whatever. I, or something. I, but it's been a long time. Yeah, something of this nature. But uh, but there, if you talk to her at a certain time, she gives you a weapon. I I think this is right. If not, we're gonna we'll go look. Actually, we can re-record it maybe. All right, no problem. Um, but she gives you a weapon that's one of if you go visit her optionally. That's one of Edges, who's a ninja in the game. His one of his strongest weapons to throw in battle. Okay. What, Tell us what the name of the weapon is. Tell us the name of the weapon. Email your answer to beyond at IGN.com. The first person to send this email, you have to be a resident of the continental United, United States. States of America. Too many. Too, all right. So too many of these problems. And a lot of it's our fault because when I give away games on Twitter. I know. We don't, we don't say some, this. Yeah. Sometimes I'm not saying and, it. Then I have to give it to Canada. And then I say U.S. resident. And then I got someone in Puerto Rico. And unfortunately, yeah. I'm sorry. I, yes. Puerto Rico is a territory, but it's international. We can't send it there. Yeah. So. We have to, unfortunately, and I very much apologize to our international listeners because we love you guys. This is just a logistics issue. It is not a lack of love for your support. So for those listeners that are fortunate enough to live in the continental United States, first person to email us, beyondatigen.com, what is the special item that Yang's wife gives you for Edge? 
Mm-hmm. Email now. Uh, okay. I think that's it. Do you okay. have anything else uh, you want to chat about, Colin? No, nope, I'm anxious to go look this one up to make All sure right, I got it right. Let's go look it up. Uh, let's end the show with a little ditty from John. Oh, by the way, for all, for everyone asking, if you want your song to be featured on Beyond as our ending ballad, it's so much easier if you guys just email us on Thursday morning. So it's the most recent things <laughs> that I can look through. Yeah. Also, that's probably going to guarantee that your song will be considered because I don't have to sift through hundreds of Beyond emails right. to find it. John was fortunate enough because he emailed it fairly late in the day on Wednesday, so it was close enough. Well done. Well done, John. John wrote, Beyond, hey, yeah. guys, I made this song a little while ago, and it would make my week if you guys could play it on one of the Beyonds. I then could brag to everyone that my song was on Podcast Beyond, and then I can get the response, what the hell is Podcast That's Beyond? Fair. That's fair. None of my friends are gamers. If they are, I'm unaware of it. Thanks, John, i.e., the Electronic Zombie, oh, okay. which is awesome. Mm. John wrote the uh, composed this ditty called Apocalyptic Boogie, nice. which is so great. I enjoyed it. It's fun. Uh, please listen. And again, send us all your Beyond inquiries to beyond.ign.com. Follow us on Twitter. I am Ryan Clements. My name on Twitter is Pwam Cider, P-W-A-M Cider, like the drink, mm. all one word. Colin is no taxation, mm-hmm. all one word. We tweet a lot. We do a lot of the tweets. We give stuff away on the Twitters. It would behoove you, behoove, behoove, not behoove, behoove, behoove yeah. you to behoove, behoove, yeah, hullabaloo, <laughs> <laughs> to follow. <laughs> anyway, all right. And game Excellent. over, Greggy for Greg. And ga- oh yes, of course. And for the one and only Greg Miller, follow him at game over Greggy. Thanks for listening. Uh, thank you, Colin, for joining me. Thank you, Ryan. On the Fireside Chats yeah, two point five, two point one, <laughs> two point one. Yes, beyond, beyond.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.